champagne. Fellas, you are unmuted. Oh, thank you. Happy so New much. Year, dudes. Oh, oh Megan's Happy still New up. Year. She's got to go away. There we go. Get her out of here. <laughs> Weird face. Uh, I, I pop my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put the champagne into a. A, a German <laughs> Stein that has a certain pattern on it that. That if you're in the know, if you're in the know, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. You guys have seen that, right? Can you can you identify yeah. the the song? Uh, I can't identify oh, the it. song. No, can't see the notes that clearly. <laughs> can't see it. Anyway, how are you guys doing? I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Happy New Thank Year. Uh, I'm Charles, for anybody who doesn't know. I'm McCurdy. I'm Nathan. He's Nans. He's Nans and he knows it. Nans. Anyway, fellas, uh, it's not Happy New Year. It's fuck you, it's January, which uh, in honor of RLM, I went ahead and wore my Lightning Fast VCR repair shirt. <laughs> uh, how's, how's, your, uh, how's your fuck you, it's January going? It's January. Fuck me. Okay. Anyway, um, so okay. Welcome to <laughs> Rank 2023. Where yeah, you, you guys need a shot of adrenaline. Uh what we're aiming to do is this is gonna be the first uh week out of probably gonna do 50 of these. And our goal is to do as we've been doing over time with so far with the Bond movies, as you can see over my shoulder. We've been doing the Bond movies one by one, ranking them as we go. Now the goal is every week about this time, Sundays, 8 o'clock, we're going to be doing ranking uh, new releases, be they streaming, uh, be they in theaters, whatever we can get our hands on, and we will assemble the sacred list, which right now is blank because it's fuck you, it's January. So uh, we went ahead and checked out this little movie called Megan, M3GAN, Megan, uh, which as per usual, I'm going to, well, okay, first off, I'm going to read a, a little synopsis. Uh, these are the three main characters. Right there in the middle is a, uh, a robot doll named Megan. On the left, that's Katie. On the right, that is Gemma. And uh, the movie goes thus. Um, Anyway, I already explained this. But in the movie world, we don't celebrate a happy new year. We celebrate, fuck you, it's January, uh, champagne, hence the champagne. (laughs) Because January is notorious for being reserved as a dumping ground for terrible movies that no studio wanted to release the year before. Only this year, FYIJ is off to a bad start because this film, Megan, is pretty good. At first, the expectation was, here we go again. Another killer doll movie, but this time it's been fused with the classic science fiction machines will kill us all trope. However, instead of Skynet launching atomic bombs, robot armies turning human beings into batteries, or any other dystopian dread of a dark AI-controlled future, this story focuses on a clear and present threat that has already been here for years. Technology taking the place of responsible parenting, especially in a world where it's now normal unfortunately for children, for both parents to be employed. The story begins with a little girl named Katie who watches her parents die in a tragic car accident. Now orphaned, Katie goes to live with her aunt, Gemma. Once again, Katie, Gemma, doll, got it, good. (laughs) 
Um, I, Gemma, Aunt Gemma is a successful inventor within the electronic children's toy industry who doesn't have time for anything but work, let alone marriage, romance, or children. Ironically, the very demographic she works so hard to sell toys to. Now responsible for a child of her own, Gemma goes from cool aunt to absent mother overnight. Struggling with this new role and stuck in her ways as a type A control freak, Gemma quickly turns to technology to babysit Katie so that Gemma can complete her work on a highly advanced, revolutionarily human-like interactive doll named Megan. After somewhat selfishly testing out Megan on Katie in order to impress her boss and greenlight Megan for worldwide distribution, thereby showering Gemma in fame and fortune while simultaneously shirking off responsibility for Katie onto a machine substitute, Katie and Megan quickly become attached at the hip as Katie no longer sees Megan as machine, but as a very human BFF. Unfortunately, Megan slowly but surely turns into a Frankenstein's monster, a creation that has the thinking and physical power to take life without the check and balance of human emotion to value life. As Megan slowly but surely begins to protect Katie from environmental threats by increasingly violent means, Gemma attempts to shut Megan down. Seeing herself as a better mother than Gemma, the doll ultimately moves to violently usurp Gemma's role as legal guardian permanently. McCurdy, do you know anything about this movie? I know a couple of things, actually. A I, I, things. I, know no, I, I didn't know anything about this movie until a week ago, and now all I know is the movie yeah, itself. I, yeah, on that, on that subject, were you guys aware of this movie before I saw the trailer to watch it? Well, I was on the same boat as Charlie. It's like going into it, seeing the poster. I'd seen the poster a couple, you know, several weeks back or whenever it was. And I just thought, oh, this movie's coming out in January. This is probably going to be a dud. And then I was surprised. But we'll get into that in a second. I saw, uh, I saw directed, a trailer like months ago and I was like, okay, yeah. that I'll watch that. That looks interesting. But I haven't. It, it, you know, you know, it's, it's like, oh, Chucky, now. but it's a, a like a gender swap oh, Chucky, pet. I guess. But it's, it's, I would, I would. That. I would, more than, I would argue it's not Chucky, but okay. So Megan, <laughs> right. oh, Charlie, I'm saying that's what I <laughs> seeing the trailer. Yeah. I was like, it's just a yeah, girl yeah, Chucky, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a lot more than that. It's not. So anyway, uh, this movie, uh, yeah, Megan is directed by Gerard Johnstone, uh, New Zealand director, uh, story by Akila Cooper and James Wan, and then written by Akila Cooper. James Wan's producer had come up, uh, had come up with a story alongside Akila Cooper Juan has directed the, you know, he's directed the Conjuring films, which also feature Annabelle. Uh, he didn't direct Annabelle, but he was produced yeah, on, doll. I believe, one of them. And and I think he might have produced, I think he produced the last one. So, a creep, another creepy doll. He also directed Dead Silence, which was his first film after Saul. Another creepy doll. Or, sorry, which, after yeah. Saul 2. Another creepy doll. And so, he has some experience <laughs> in the horror genre, as well as creepy dolls. Uh, and so yes. they, they've made jokes about this in the media as far as him. You know, it's another creepy doll by James Wan. Uh, the screenplay was written by Akila Cooper. And she's no stranger to horror, which you really feel it in this movie. You're like, oh, whoever wrote this knows a lot about horror. Um, uh, she started as a staff writer on many TV shows, including American Horror Story and uh, Luke Cage. Uh, she also wrote uh, the 2018 film Hellfest and then 2021's uh, Malignant. Uh, which was also directed by James Wan. Uh, producers right Jason on. Blum of Blumhouse. So, like, this is a Blumhouse movie. If you don't know anything about Blumhouse, it's like Blumhouse, Bloomhouse. Am I saying that right? I probably not. I think uh, it's Blumhouse. You know, 
Is it Blum? Blum? Blumhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Blum. But yeah, they yeah. they're very well known for horror films. I think they've recently changed their opening logo. So when we were sitting there watching the movie, I was like, oh yeah, they've got all these references to all these other horror movies in the intro. It's very uh, complex now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like cool. you, you, yeah, it's cool. Uh, so producer Jason Blum and James Wan chose director Gerard Johnstone. Uh, for the project because they wanted someone who could handle the black comedy elements of this movie. So this is a, it's like a horror movie and I wouldn't say it's a comedy horror movie, but it is, it's got humorous things throughout the film. Uh, I was that guy a couple times in the theater, you know, laughing out loud and really hard. Yeah. On that point, I was not expecting it to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking this was going to be more straight up trying to be horror, horror, but no, there was like funny things in the movie, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, He he basically quoted, he said, we needed someone who could do the thrill and set pieces, but also uh, has a cheeky approach. And I would, I would agree. This movie has that little bit of a cheeky approach. Um, This was what I found was interesting was this film was originally to be an R rated movie. This movie's PG 13. You can tell there's one moment where you can tell they took out an F word. Like you could see they, that they ADR'd the uh, the boss guy, and they took out. We're we're gonna kick him in his effing dick. Yeah, and they they like ADR'd out uh, the effing. But yeah. so they decided let's make it a teen movie instead, so we can get a wider audience off this picture. And I honestly think it yeah, it's fine. It works. Idea. Like I don't think it needs the gore to be a good movie. And obviously, I think audiences of people have said like after you see the movie, you're like, oh yeah, it doesn't. Uh, but it. They basically edited the movie and then uh, to tone down some of the more violent scenes as well as reshot some stuff. And then Keela Cooper did state there's a potential for an unrated version of this film to be released. So we might be seeing like a Blu-ray release of the movie and more like a much gorier film. Um, Thing that I found most interesting was so Megan, how do you how did they pull this off? I mean, it's kind of obvious, but. The the doll was achieved through several techniques, including a prop Megan. So they had a prop version, which I did watch an interview where Katie, the girl who played Katie, was like, I was like sitting in the car actually like talking to her because I thought she was real. Uh because yeah. of how lifelike that the doll is. Um yeah. and then of course they had a the thing that you if you go online, you'll you'll see this, but uh, they have a live acting performance by Amy Donald. And so she wears a costume that has like a prosthetic silicone mask. Whenever you see legs, <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, they much. just yeah. like stuck yeah. a head on it. Um, but then they they did Weta, the New Zealand company that uh, good old yeah. Peter Jackson created. I know uh, Weta. All the effects. Weta. Uh, they did the <laughs> effects. And then the voice acting was by another actress named Jenna Davis. Uh, film stars Allison Williams, which uh, most she's probably most known for girls, but I think other people know her from Get Out. She was the girlfriend. Get Out Get is Out. what I know her from. Yeah, uh, Violet McGraw as Katie. Uh, she's a newer talent, of course. Uh, she had a small role in Black Widow. She played like the younger version of Florence Pugh's character. And then also there was Doctor Sleep that she was in. I don't remember in Doctor Sleep to be honest. But the trouble is, that. is that, and that's that's why she I look forward familiar, to this yeah. this uh, 2023 experiment because I don't mm-hmm. watch a lot of newer movies because mm-hmm. uh they they tend to not be good but i'm sitting there watching the previews and i'm like i'm kind of i'm excited to do this there, there looks like there's going to be some good movies this year probably yeah. alongside a, a, the usual landslide of garbage but uh but i'm looking forward to it Inclu- including this movie which again i thought was just going to be a stupid killer doll movie and then and i'm then, like this actually has a lot yeah. to say this before, will be this will be a uh, fun up until the ending which is kind of goofy but 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then so, the last was, uh, I had, uh, well, two last things, but Charlie, you had already touched on one of those. Uh, Ronnie, I think it's Shang. Is that how you say his name? Uh, he plays yeah, the sure. David. He plays David Lin, the boss. He's a stand-up comedian. He's he was also I think he was on uh, Daily Show at one point. I thought he was like one of my favorite parts of the movie. Honestly, like he just was he was so good funny in this. And, like, I I watched over the top. I watched I watched 15 minutes of one of his stand-ups, which means mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of exposure to him. But yeah. those 15 minutes were 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 not good, and I ended up turning it off. So, but in oh, this, I'm, I'm like he's great. <laughs> he's I, great. I, I thought he, I um, thought he was good, but. Maybe I need to watch more of a stand-up, but yeah. what I what I saw and, was and you like, touched, not funny. Charlie, and you touched on this when we when we started this, but like historically speaking, man's films that come out in January don't usually do well, and that it makes sense mm -hmm. because in Hollywood, you always want to put your best movies at peak times when people are going to go see those movies, so you can make the most money. November so, and December and, and summer, basically November, January. December, and then May, June, July, basically the the summer yeah. months for the most part. Those tend to be like where most people are going to see movies. So if you have a movie coming out in December, which is like a Christmas movie, that that audience is going to roll over. Hence, like Avatar, right? Like people are still watching that movie, and obviously it's making billions of dollars at the box office. So to put something out on January just doesn't make mm. sense. So usually people put duds in January. It was just surprising that this landed, and it's already made its money back. I mean, man's we also like. We were joking when we were putting this together that, oh, we don't want to talk about like the box office or the, how much the budget was. It's boring. But the budget on this movie was $12 million. Like, that's small. Is that little? Like, okay. Yeah. That is small in comparison Tiny. to most most movies. Like, they don't usually make $40 million movies, which are kind of the, it's kind of the mid-tier. Uh, this $12 million is small for What a, would you for say is, like, are horror movies generally lower? Like, yeah. Obviously, than like a Marvel or yeah. Avatar, I mean, but... Yeah, I would say, I mean, obviously they did a lot of practical effects with her character. I mean, like, there wasn't a lot of CGI, but, I mean, there was. Just, it wasn't as, uh, it's not CGI heavy. Um, no. and well, as I point movie, out the I mean, synopsis, it's it's small, and it, and it like, again, the point of bringing up other robots are going to kill us all movies is that it's not Terminator. It's not The Matrix. It's not, no. it's not a giant special effects movie. It's a very small movie about a woman who doesn't want to be mom and tries to find a surrogate mom. And I know I'm getting I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but the the point being that it, it is the smaller thing that yeah. uh, arguably the ending didn't exactly stick the landing of those themes. But it wasn't mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't that in the end. Megan uh, takes control of funky toys and generates an army to go kill everybody on the planet. You know, that, that would have yeah, been like your I, 200 I, million dollar movie. I this would is say, a little family movie. Yeah. yeah like a James I, Cameron, we, we get a Terminator, <laughs> but it, they're all Megan's. Well, there's, there's six yeah. varieties of Megan, right? So I guess I'd love to see the sequel Megans. with an army of <laughs> Megan's, but anyway, I, I'm curious is your what history that complete? would be. I would say, yeah, I, I mean, I have my own personal notes, but, you know, we'll get into that when we start talking yeah. about our, our, our thoughts of the movie. So, Nans, what did your what was your your gut reaction of this movie? What did you think? Well, before movie? I get into that member shout out. Yeah, I want to. Wow. Yeah, I want to shout out all our members. Wanna, OK, shout out the members, bro. To anyone that it's doesn't know, we've been, the members. We've been ranking to the members on movies. We have some live streams, but this is a new project. So if you're new here, welcome. Subscribe, like, share, all that stuff. Uh, our members, though, today are Quirty Manor, Lemmy is God, Barrel Rider 26, The Entertainer, Spectre Chair Engineer, Huevos Rants YouTube, Dave M, Drink Up 44, 
uh, myself, P. Wilkinson, Andrew A., K1, SB, who I've seen in the chat. K1's also in the chat. I'm just going to clap for everybody. Yeah, Travis, Travis Coakley, Johan, Nico, who came Ooh. in with the big, big donation again. Thank oh, you yeah. so much you for your croutons. Nico, this is just going to stay Chris up Marasco. all night. This is so going to stay up all night, Nico. Anyone that's not a member, consider becoming one. We appreciate the support. Uh, again, like, subscribe. Uh, super chat. I don't even. Super chat is what? Is that a live thing? Super thanks is once a video is gone yeah, out. The, I guess. Super chat and super thanks are the same thing, but a super chat yeah. is done during a live broadcast, and a super thanks can be left on any like any any YouTube video. You'll see a button that says super thanks, yeah. and it's if you want posting a comment that will then be highlighted. So twenty four seven. Join the Discord. Yeah, talk, I, all I do always. is sit here and edit our videos, and then uh, I'm 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 glad to be distracted all day by having arguments about things in the Discord. So if you want to yeah, join, so that, join the but, Discord if you want. But yes, anyway, McCurdy, to answer your question, the immediate impression of mine was that it was good. I enjoyed it. Nice and stoic. And I, yeah, I imagine, it was a... I imagine most people did. I think you know, there's not much to dislike about this movie. I would agree. It was a surprise. I, 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 was, uh, I was delightfully caught off guard with, oh, this movie has a lot to say about things today versus by the end, it got kind of, kind of goofy by the end. But, but all the same, it had, uh, it had something to say about the state of affairs today. And that's always nice in your weird sci-fi robot killer doll movie. But, uh, but, Anyway, we normally we don't deal with spoilers. Normally we just I have a go, quick question before this is a go ahead. Uh, what would you say? I hadn't really thought of this till your opening remarks. What would you say is like the main theme? Is this an AI movie? Is this a parents and technology movie? I would, I would say it's parent. And tech. So this the is latter. what I wrote. This was what I would. wrote. You this parent. is what I wrote. I said, yes, I'm a parent. OK, so this film was overall surprised to me. While it plays into the kinds of tropes and cliches you usually see with the evil robot or AI, like, you know, think 20,000 or 20,000 leagues, uh, 2001, a space odyssey or something like that. Uh, this film brings themes of parenting and technology to the forefront, which I don't think I've seen in a, a lot of movies lately. Uh, for myself, I have two kids. I have a seven year old and a two year old. Uh, so I could relate. There was many times in this movie where I'm like, I kind of relate to Gemma's. Uh, issue because she wants to focus on her own aspirations she wants to focus on her career um so she has to find a way to circumvent that parenting uh responsibility as charlie points out uh by basically creating this doll which it benefits her but but as the movie goes on you realize like oh this is not good for their relationship obviously yeah so um and this is very similar to today like parents are today we're putting we put our kids on front of screen time like the the, the word screen time got brought up twice in this movie and yeah. <laughs> like my, I myself included, you know, have, you know, fallen victim or I shouldn't say fallen victim, but like have done this where I'm like, hey, you know, I, I here, here's the iPad. Here's the Nintendo switch. Like go, like just go, play. Just go away. Something. Just go away. I'm, kid. Yeah. Go away. I'm doing something. And it's I'm hard. Streaming like when you're with my <laughs> but it, it is hard when you are every a parent single and you parent have is dealing with this issue. Yeah. It's it is. Yeah. It is a. An issue that like, and I think it's just we have the technology now to deal with it. When you were like younger, I guess when we were kids, like yeah, we played with our own toys, but we didn't have 
uh, I, I don't know. This like toys weren't as as cool as they are today. I don't I don't know what Back it then is. Then it was parents saying, "Go outside, go out." Yeah, but like people, <laughs> parents now are like afraid. Like for me, I I feel weird about having my kids go outside because I don't know the neighbor like the neighborhood I live in. I just don't know the neighborhood well enough to be like comfortable with my kids just hanging outside. So it's just. It's mm-hmm. a. Di- I mean, we live in a different time, basically. And so and beyond that, that, though, it's 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 but, a balance be- for most parents because on the, if if it was just these things are terrible for kids, then mm-hmm. then good parents would smash them. But there's a balance, yeah. to strike because I mean, even back in the day, um, I'd have talks with my folks. Because my addiction growing up was video games. That was my screen time, and and it, the this you know the deal was always. If your grades ever slip, you can't play. So the deal was you you keep your grades high. You can play as many video games as you want. And then I would do that. And then I then I'd play outside or whatever. But but uh, the argument being that there there isn't it's not like video games are completely useless. They actually jump into hand eye coordination and uh, uh, puzzle solving and things that actually have utility. So but then now today it's. Uh, kids having a proper amount of exposure to technology so that they can use it in the future because we use this technology on a daily basis in order to do all kinds of things, including work and school and all that. So they need some of it, but not too much of it. And that's why it's, let's limit it to 30 minutes a day as they, as the parents, even in the the movie, movie, but eventually she's like, she's like, you can have as much screen time as because she's like, what's screen time? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. That's how, how long can I play? Oh, you can play as long as you want, as long as you fuck off kid, because I'm working. And that's, that was (laughs) the great part was watching her try to cope with that. That was the thing that, but like what you're talking about is like, it's a useful tool for kids, right? Like in the movie, we obviously see that Megan has this extraordinary ability because she's basically hooked to the the internet and understands how to deal emotionally with kids. And you have this kid who's very vulnerable. Like she has all these special abilities to, you know, treat kids as, as far as that goes. I guess that's the right, if that's the right word. And, but the problem there lies is like much like me, using technology to teach my kids or whatever it is like there is still i'm letting a machine do that job when i should at least be involved in that process do you see what i mean like that's that's where the this kind and that was actually what my what i was going to say was um while the movie has the typical blood and murder like a real horror movie i think uh the that negligence is uh, uh mm. when we uh, sorry, what was what i was there saying i think it's the negligence we can have when it comes to raising children and how ai could only one day take possession of our jobs and meaning and like that to me is the real horror of this movie it's not yes her slashing and yeah. killing people the real horror in the movie is like oh no this could happen like we as a society could stop being parents and like let machines do that job for us and then like we're missing out on a, uh, an important connection as we're raising our kids. Yeah. Like that, mm-hmm. that was the part yeah. that I was like, okay, this movie has like when someone in the, I think someone in the chat, SB said something like, Oh, this movie's Chucky. I'm like, it's not really Chucky. It's, like it's, Chucky's about an evil possessed Chucky is doll. Just a slasher. It's, it's just, yeah, just Chucky's a an EV possessed doll. This movie has and it's like great, a, but it's just a horror movie. This movie has something yeah. to say. And, yeah. and now, now let's take a, let's take a little break though, because I really want to delve into mm-hmm. that. Cause that's why this movie is kind of, surprisingly good but yeah. uh first off um just because we're dealing with a new release just real quick uh starting with you nans um just so we can get into spoilers and just be free if yeah. anybody uh doesn't want to know anything beyond what we've said uh go ahead and shut off now go watch the movie and then come back and hang out with us but in the meantime nans would you recommend this movie to people i would recommend it 
McCurdy. Oh yeah, totally recommend it. I would too. I and I'm I'm I again I was pleasantly surprised. It's certainly not perfect, and we'll get into why. But it, it is if you're looking to go see a movie today, it's enjoyable. Uh, it's enjoyable, and it has something to say. It's not mindless Chucky blood and and just stabbing and killing for no reason. I mean, Chucky's great because it's literally just a a a, a serial killer. Uh, his soul goes into a doll. So he just kills people as a doll. Fantastic. But this movie wasn't just that. It had something to say about life today, especially as a parent and all that. So um, that is our uh, warning for uh, spoilers. And then uh, sticking to ceremony, fellas, let me bring up (laughs) the list. Sticking to ceremony, Fellas, does anybody have a proposition for placing Megan in the 2023 movies ranked list? Call me crazy. I'm going to say top. Top of the list. Top? Nan says number one. Is that seconded by anybody? I second it. Thank you, sir. We put an M3GAN. Megan is in the list, fellas. All right, list. You can go away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, just yeah uh cheers fellas that's uh first one yeah you did it we did it okay so with the ceremony out of the way um yeah the uh this is definitely something that is um uh i mean so i'm an uncle i'm not and i'm, I'm not a parent but i play parent frequently for a whole bunch of little kids my family has uh 10 grandkids at this point even though two are still in the womb um lots of grandkids and you know i'll walk into the room sometimes not all the time but occasionally the kids are given their screen time and i'll walk in and all of them there'll be three kids on a device and uncle charlie walks in and just says you know anybody want to hang out and to their credit they throw them the you know devices yay but um but it is it can be kind of scary when you see, when you walk in, one kid's on a switch, another kid's on uh, like a little kid's iPad, not even an iPad, but like a, 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 an iPad made specifically for kids. It's all colorful and it's got like, like Coated my niece rubber. ran up to me and was like, look, <laughs> I made a YouTube video and it wasn't a YouTube video. It was an app that helps you make fake YouTube videos that you then submit and they get likes and, and stuff. And I was like, this is weird. Kid wants this is to be weird. a YouTuber when you grow up. There's but they, they, they <laughs> yeah, but this this app was a video game where you would yeah. you would submit it and then it would like artificially yeah. go up. And I was like, that's weird. That's that's already giving you dopamine. So anyway, so the point being that they need to they need these things, but it needs to be curtailed a little bit. And so that's how the movie opens. That that theme is established right away because Katie, the little girl, is in the back seat of the car and her parents are fighting over screen time, and the dad's like whatever you know it keeps her docile and the mom's like well I, I all the same we should limit it we should have rules and you know who who doesn't agree with that but every parent will have the same story today which is you know we try we try really hard but sometimes you need that babysitter sometimes you it's just yeah. like um yep you, you just want to turn the tv on so that they the, the kids will just screw off and and especially when both parents are working because when it comes down to it, whether it's a device or a nanny, 
with every with with both parents working all the time, who's raising the kids? And nobody thinks about that until it's too late. Everybody thinks, oh, it's no big deal. No big deal. Maybe I grew up that way or whatever. Until their kids start to act like shitheads. And you see it all the time. You see parents today like, why are they acting this way? Like, because you're you're never there to correct them. And so now, after years of them being set uh, alone, and now your kids are shitheads, now you're 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 asking why? Well, it's been there the whole time because you have been focused only on working. And so that's that's the predicament of uh, of Gemma in this is that she's discovering that for the first time. It's like, oh, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? And then um, uh, and then it, it, it may be a little absurd at times, but Katie starts getting nuts. Like at one point, Katie slaps Gemma in the face, which at, I remember being like, that's a little much, but then I'm like, but not yeah. really. It's really showcasing no. the, the, the addiction that kids have on techno. Like you'll see kids get, uh, Louis CK has a great joke where he's like, do you think it's healthy that like, he's like, he's like, have you ever walked up behind a bunch of kids watching TV and you just shut it off? Do you see the way they react? They, ah, ah, he's like, how is that healthy? And, and that's how everybody is. You shut that video game off and it's like end of the world. It's scary. And that's no, why something that scary makes a good horror movie. No, there's multiple times, like everything you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, I've experienced that. Like even today when we were like, was trying to get everything together, my son wakes up, comes in and he's like, he just wants something. And I'm like, okay, you know, go play in your room. He's like, I don't want to play. More. I'm like, all right. Because if you if I put him in his room, he's just gonna come back to me. So I was like, all right, here I'm gonna put you. <laughs> you you want something to eat? Okay, here's Paw Patrol, you know. And then he's yeah, he's Paw happy. Patrol. And unfortunately, no, yeah. like everything that Charlie's saying, it's like yeah, that that's it's just how it happens. Because like uh, you know, there's times when you know my either it's my daughter, she's had too much of screen time, and then she's just really wound up. So it's like, yeah, this movie kind of kind of hits on all this but i wanted to talk more it about it takes it a step further the movie though. it takes it no real quick real quick it takes it a step further where it's one thing if you're using it as a distraction as like yeah. turn the tv on the kids will just be plugged into that for a while and you can do, yeah. do your thing this but takes it a step further all the time in a very yeah. scary in, in a way that's very scary today because of how um you know you'll like I'll, I'll be watching cartoons with the kids and there'll be some stuff where i'll, I'll go to i'll go to the, their parents and i'll be like we were watching a cartoon today and there's some questionable stuff in there. And they're like, that was in a cartoon. Like, yeah, that was in a cartoon because the idea being that, that um, they're not just sitting there watching Paw Patrol and the dogs rolling around busting bad guys. They're they're They have messages being delivered into their brain. Yeah. And in a way that is there to program them. And so it starts out innocently enough in this movie where Megan like is potty training. No, that's that's Katie. why I don't let my, he's, he's I don't like, let Katie, my daughter watch. Yeah, exactly. And so the, I don't want to watch being that, Yeah. Or like, don't let the, don't let your kids watch the news. I, don't, I just don't let, I just don't let her watch watching. YouTube because it, I know for the fact, if I let her watch YouTube, like it will bump to some other video. And then it, yeah. I don't know what that video is. You know what I mean? So, but I'm in short, in now. short, when does the babysitter who's just there to make sure the kids survive, when does the babysitter suddenly start to, um, uh, subvert, what the parents want for their kids. And mm. that's, that's what this presents is, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, it's innocent enough. It's like, Oh no, Megan's just there to, to look after her, but eventually Megan's programming her, you know, and, and, and Megan's there in the middle of the night and they don't have a scene like this and they easily could have, 
where Megan's there to just be like, you know, your 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 Aunt Gemma doesn't care about you, right? You know, I I do. You know, and, and that's what I mean. When the parents aren't in the room to see what the kids are consuming, what stories and messaging they're imbibing, uh, that's where the subversion comes in. And 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 it and it starts to program the kids against their parents. And that you definitely see, especially when she literally slaps Gemma in the face and starts getting absurdly violent. It's great. That stuff is great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the other thing with this movie is that they specifically were smart enough to be like, let's not be like, OK, there's another version of this movie that I think could have been worse or not as good as this movie. And mm. that version would have been Chucky. it would have been two parents having like, oh, we got this doll for, you know, that just seems so cliche. Like they could have been like, yeah. oh, the two parents. They it's get Christmas. Doll. It opens like with Christmas. Instead of her moving in with them, yeah. her parents yeah. don't it die. Could have been that, which is they replaced basically, the Furby with what Megan. Was, what was the story? I think we, I don't know if we had to read it in college, but it, it basically turned into the Disney Channel uh, original called Smart House. And it's based <laughs> off. It's based off a short story by Ray. Bra I think it's Ray Bradbury. But basically, in that story, it's a similar type of theme where it's like these parents have the smart house, and then the house basically consumes the parents and the kids you like, should kill your out parents this house that has like holograms and stuff that they can just go wander off in and stuff. It's very yeah. similar to that kind of story. If you think of it, if you really think about it, it's like, it's very similar in that regards is how, Oh, it's AI that's for our kids. But this one's like more specific to not just any two kids. It's like, it's a kid who's lost her, both of her parents. And she's yeah. like very emotionally vulnerable and then obviously you have the you know the mom who doesn't or sorry the aunt who really doesn't just has no no clue like she's a robot she's like this expert robot person but she has no clue when it comes to parenting or any of that stuff and like did Jenna that, bring in yeah. the psychiatrist or was that like no a that that was like a court thing? order it was a court okay. order thing um, the psychiatrist so I mean, what was it attachment theory or something it was like yeah like you were saying Gemma loses her or not Gemma Katie loses her parents and then immediately is presented with Megan. So she just attaches to Megan, which yeah. is, I don't know, I, I guess a peer for her because about the same age and she's plugged into the internet. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. She's just like, Oh, I can figure this out. Um, I, I, the, the one thing I was going to say though, I did like, this is kind of, this is off what we were talking about, but because this was a horror movie, they still had to play into the horror tropes because we've been talking about the theme for a while. But um, that was the one thing as, as the movie started, I'm like, oh, that dog's going to get it. You know, like as the movie <laughs> yeah. was going on, I'm like, I'm just putting my head. I'm like, who are the victims in this movie going to be? And and you could easily quickly see because this was because it, it was the it was like Terminator. Like that was there was a little bit of Terminator in there where it was like she mm -hmm. says, like, you have to protect you have to protect Katie, you know, like emotionally yeah. and physically at all costs. You have to protect her. And you, you can easily see like, oh, that, you know, that's maybe Maybe that could go to an extreme, and obviously in the movie it does. And well, that's I, where, and, like, for I me, it kind of gets into of the AI realm, and you get yeah. into Elon Musk being like, "AI is more dangerous than nukes." Well, and, and the, <laughs> yeah. the the thing here is, is of course that, and I, like, I love any story that is logic versus emotion, and the balance of logic and emotion, and and so something like this is the 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 trope is always that how can a machine be programmed to value life where uh and and you know, like without without opening a massive can of worms it's like any society that suddenly starts to become too logical it's like you know gotta call the weak have to put undesirables in the oven 
versus um, the, a, a more a more. So like you have science about no, you have a balance of science and religion where science is like, you know, survival of the fittest. So just kill anybody who's below a certain height versus uh, religion. That's like, no, we should value yeah. human life no matter what it is, you know. No, um, I was I'm laughing so, at, at, so your, you, so, at your at uh, your. I was laughing at your what you not. I get what you're saying. I'm laughing at you're the way you said it. It's like, who do we put the oven this week? Like that's where this is the the theme of a movie though, right? That exists is tons, tons. I mean, like every episode of, of, of Star Trek of head, is though. like uh, is like Spock and and, and well, that's uh, why I said two thousand one Space any, Odyssey. Anything that's logic AI. versus emotion is 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 does it for me. And with this specifically, it's she's she's got this, you know, whatever she has to protect this girl at all costs. So of course the logical thing is, even though this boy she murders is like you know ten years old, it's like uh, well he's a threat, so he should be killed. But like a, a human approach would be, well he's just a boy. He may be a little little asshole, little but he's just a boy. Or like the, does this dog deserve to die after one infraction or? Or whatever it may be, a, a human being has the judgment to be like, well, you know, in the future they could improve, but a machine is more likely to just be like, no, 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 you just get rid of the threat. That's what's logical. So, so just get rid of the threat. So talking about the movie, though, this was this. OK, so like I think you had mentioned as we were talking about it, it's like, I don't know if it sticks the landing. And I kind of agree because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of like really good stuff. And I, I and I think the yeah. movie is still good throughout. I'm not saying the movie like. Mrs. It kept Dan. impressing like I, me. I was like, wow, this movie great. continues to be meaningful. It's really good. I would say, I would say like two yeah. thirds of the movie is really good, but then you get yeah. to the end and that's where I think the movie kind of I, I missed a scene or there was something that just kind of like it, it really turns for her. Cause the, I well, think let me backtrack the, momentarily. Let me let, let, like, let me backtrack. I think I know the right moment you, you talk about, but there's two. a moment where yeah. hold on. But, there's but, a moment when they're right, right, right. When they're about to go on. And then she's like, freaking out or whatever yeah and that's when she's like should i be home? doing this let's just yeah, go home. Should and I it's like it's that was the moment where i was like i kind of want to say it wasn't earned but i partly want to say it was earned because oh, gosh girls 69 dot x xyz porn bot in the chat private photos logical um, thing is kill porn bot must kill <laughs> porn bot logical thing oh, is murder God. it blocked this time so, it's girls 69.xy I miss that's what was a first mega. What was that the mega last one? something? Mega69.com. Mega yeah. Okay. That was McCurdy. My, that let, my let, me, let me backtrack for a second Maybe and then Nico meet back up where you are. Okay. Porn, but... So, my whole thing would be that, uh, uh, like, okay, it's Blumhouse. They, they, they've made a lot of movies like this. They, they, they make good horror movies. They sometimes, they allow a couple, like, typical eh, uh, horror tropes in there yeah. with a lot of their movies where, like, let's throw some jump scares in. And, you know, it, we all know the cliche with jump scares is that they don't make a good horror movie. They just annoy you. Um, they had they the had two that stuck did, out and one yeah. of them was good. One of them was was the good jump scare where uh, early on that dog jumps up in the window out of nowhere. And there's no <laughs> there's no musical, <laughs> you know, that that just makes you go stop. Yeah. Um, that wasn't there. Uh uh, and that was enough to make you annoyed with the dog, which is great. That sets up that, oh, God, this dog. But then um, <laughs> what, I, what I really wish they would have done in, 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 the, in an effort to slowly escalate, right, to, to believably escalate this doll's weird murder spree um, would be because the first victim is the dog, right? So uh, the dog bites 
Katie. So Mm -hmm. of course, Megan's like, okay, this dog has to go. So in the middle of the night, Megan goes out and, uh, uh, fakes the voice of the owner because she can do that because she's a robot. Dog comes out uh, out of the if fence and she, she grabs him. We didn't need that scene. First off, it had a, an obnoxious jump scare edit to it with the, it, with the, the loud music and everything, the loud music, which which is, is always dumb. But a better movie would have just not had been that scene and the dog would have just disappeared. Like, I wonder what happened to that dog. Yeah. yeah. Megan, oh, why oh, is there the neighbor... dirt in your shoes? Oh, whatever. Exactly. I, I will say though, I think it added. Minimal. I, I think we, but here's the thing. I think we, even when you put the trailer out and we know it's a horror movie, and we know there's a robot do- doll. I think it's not like we wouldn't, so we wouldn't be surprised by that. So I, I give the movie a pass on putting that scene in there because I'm just like, fine, yeah, it's fine. Like it's, but, but, but it, I'm talking about escalation stuff. Yeah, I, I, I see why they do it because again, oh, jump scare mean horror movie. But I'm saying for escalation, it would have made it so much better where the first kill, the dog just disappears. Ooh, that's kind of creepy. That's kind of mysterious. Like, yeah. like, like Nance said, well, why do you have mud on your shoes? I don't, I was gardening, you know? And, and then the next kill is the boy where she doesn't, she doesn't just stab him. She uh, chases yeah, him to where he trips one. and falls in front of a car. So it's an accident, a little escalation. Uh, uh, so first we don't see it then an accident, mm-hmm. right? So there's still that little bit of deniability. There's that little bit where Gemma can be like, well, it's not like I've seen the doll rip anybody's head off yet. You know what I, I mean? I would, Slowly. But then again, I'm also and then the third that, like, kill would it, be the neighbor and the, th- the, the killing of the neighbor is, is, that's is just absurd up murder, right? and a little, it was, it was a little over the top. And what I mean is this slow escalation, Slowly, like that neighbor, was she at all a threat to Katie? She, that was the she, one. She okay. said something like she, she was like, "Fuck around and find out, bitch." Like that's you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Charlie, I will say though like that, that the dog, the dog's death, we don't actually see what happens to that dog. So I, True. I, but, I give but it a you pass. do. Like, I'm talking not... about get rid of the scene entirely. It would have been that would have yeah. been a good move. It would have been. A good I don't move. know if it would have been a good move. I don't know if it's that's, not. It, it's that's what it was. They needed. put it but, in because it's cheap horror crap. That's why they left it in. But a better movie would have gotten rid of that in a heartbeat. I, I'm just saying, when you think of the movie and you think of what's in the trailers and everything else, when you get towards the end of the movie, that's when the movie goes to a, like, like I'm question, I had to sit there and question, like, wait, what's her motivation to start killing everybody, including yeah. the boss? Because I'm like, but by that point in the story, I'm like, what has the boss done to deserve being murdered as, pl- as well yeah. as the other guy? Kurt so I'm, 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 I had to think about David. it. I had to think about it. And then I was like, okay. Yeah. The question is, does her motivations change? Because in most AI stories, like murder stories, whether it's 2001 Space Odyssey, Smart House, or whatever, usually there comes a point where they like, they're like, we got to get rid of the AI. The AI is bad. And then the AI is like, has to protect itself. And so that's preservation. Self preservation. Megan so goes from protecting that, Katie to protecting herself. Herself, which is not in her programming. This isn't in an an Asimov story, but I mean, you would think it would throw those tropes in there, but it doesn't. I could also see the argument being made that like, she realizes knowing that it's not only her physical health, but her emotional health, realizing that like, yeah, you pushing for this toy sale and trying to put my, my person in front of these cameras and all stuff is not good. And you want to push for this. And like, that's probably could be a reason to kill this person, but that's where that was like the, I didn't hate the movie for doing it. Cause I'm like watching that guy get, 
killed was awesome. Um, and the other guy, I, <laughs> I, I wasn't was sure awesome, if yeah. the other, I wasn't sure if the, the, the worm, the little, his little crony deserved Kurt. getting killed. I kind of felt bad for that guy. Um, can, I, can I tell you, but, can I tell you how it would have been better? How, how it would have made how, sense? How would a Charlie made it make sense? It would have made, uh, again, get rid of the dog scene. Get rid of the dog scene. Better movie. Uh, <laughs> Do you, better movie we in go character. In order? Like dog better... scene we talked about, talk about the boy scene now? Or do you want to get into the, the I just scene was, I just, it was the good. Boy scene's and, great. And, and, I didn't like the uh, ear and, stretchiness. And, and, Reminded me of Dumb and Dumber. But that's what was awesome about <laughs> sure, it. Like that's, sure. Again, that's why I think the movie or she runs like that, that little bit of... She runs like that horse girl, which if you haven't seen... I thought that was hilarious. I mean, I but again, I think that's Funny. where the movie kind of lands in that like weird comedy realm where it's not quite straight up comedy, but it's not quite yeah. you know serious. And it, like, I, I, mean, I was like, okay, I, I give it a pass. The the uh, and then the the, <laughs> yeah. the killing of the dog bad. lady was. Um, I mean, that's where that's where once that happened, I was like, okay, I need to suspend suspend my disbelief that this tiny little robot has any strength. That's where it's like, okay, the the like, why does Chucky have strength? Well, like, because you have to suspend your disbelief it's like that a he magical it, thing, you know? I guess. It, with Chucky, it was magical. With with this, it's with it's, Megan, it's, it's dumb. But in order for the movie to work, like they they maybe they felt they didn't need to justify it. But a tiny little, if I was fighting an American Girl doll, I I like to think that I would win. But um, but then when you get to the death of the boss. My my fix would have been this guy. They 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 had him do the coward thing, you know, which is funny. You know, he's like, oh, shit. And he runs off, which is funny. But what would have motivated her killing him? Because, again, I agree with you when it comes to A.I. killing stuff like be it Vult uh, not Voltron, uh, uh, Ultron to Ultron. Uh, like, why does Ultron suddenly want to kill everybody? And you kind of have to like like that has to be justified with. Megan specifically, she just she's just motivated by getting back to Katie and and basically yeah. becoming Katie's mom. If the boss guy, it would have made sense if he was like, no, you can't leave. You're you're the key to me having billions of dollars. You need to come with me to this premiere. That would have made sense if he tried to stop her and therefore she killed him and then she used the assistant guy to uh to to you know get away with it that would have made sense but instead he just runs away and she stabs him for no reason and then kills the other guy for no reason even though she could have just taken the stairs gone down jumped in the car and left you know what i mean well like, I, it would her, have her reason for that if, now that if, i think about if, it her reason for killing her. the other guy the reason for killing the other guy was to throw blame because she she kind of leads that and, and it exactly. doesn't make White exactly. Sense, she was like, like, "This is now a murder suicide." Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. But if that would have made sense. If she didn't sense. kill the first guy in the first place, it doesn't matter. But why? Why does a robot care about the police having like, "Oh, this is an open and shut case"? Clearly, this guy killed this other guy. But when she's just a robot anyway, like, what the yeah. the police are going to believe that this robot did it? This like super smart robot who could, you know, just disappear with the kid anyway. My point being that. Anybody standing in, in her way was going to die, and her just killing the guy for no reason. I agree with you. It it it, it was for no reason other than the, he's here. He is. If he said, you, "No, you you're coming with me. You're the you're the the key to my success. You, you're I, worth I billions." I will say though, she if we go back and watch it though, if we go back and watch it, I do wonder if rewatching those scenes where they're doing all the little test things, if there's some kind of hint to like why they're why she mm. would murder him because at this point in the movie you do realize like she's 
smart enough and more self-aware than we thought she was in the beginning of the movie. And that's when I'm like, what's her, what's her end goal? And maybe she has some other end goals that we're not, I know that sounds weak, but it's like, but it's, it's wrapped I up in get his to end the point. Goal. I get to the point where I'm like, now we're talking about it. So I'm wondering, do I want to go back and I kind of want to go back and watch the movie because I yeah. do think there's something again to be said about, right. Her motivation is like, I have to protect Katie. Right. And yeah. the guy who's the boss wants to exploit Katie because she is attached to Megan. So in that regards, I could see why, again, he has to protect her. She has to protect him emotionally and physically. There could be a motivation there. But again, I do see where you're saying it's like it's not quite clear as you're watching the movie. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It, it, I it wanted to me touch of something like uh, like an ex machina where by yeah. the end, I'm like, why? Because you know, that, that's the thing. The, the, the whole time I was, I was I like, Nico I was like, in, in all, in all reality, in all reality, this movie would have been more like an ex machina, where because uh, we all know that in the future it's going to be nerds, it's going to be male nerds that make robots like this so that they can bang them. We all know that it's not going to be a, a chick making it for kids. It's going to be some uh, incel scientist guy makes a, a doll like this so he can bang it. And and as I was thinking to that that to myself, I was like, wait, that movie's already been made. That's Ex Machina, where the guy makes all these hot uh, uh, humanoid robot chicks so that he can Dolph bang humanoid? them. And at the end of that, uh, I believe so. And at the end of that movie, <laughs> um, she, she, you know, spoiler alert, she, she uh, kills this guy. And I've always said, I don't know why she does that. And and in this, it made sense whenever something was threatening Katie, but the boss yeah. guy never threatened Katie. And and if he would have stood in her way, I would have been like, oh yeah, kill the guy. I, I so still think the reason he was a threat maybe early that. on when he was like telling him to pull the plug on this stupid project, make me a cheaper yeah. Furby. Yeah, but yeah, but, but, but then later on, the he's like, there. oh, this is awesome. We're going to get this going. So I was going to say real quick, the last, so one of the things I enjoyed about this movie is just the references that it kind of makes. And I, I know we talked about 2001 and some other movies, but there's, there's obviously Terminator throughout this movie, as far as like you, you have to protect Kate specifically Terminator two, uh, or, you know, you have if to only her Katie. voice. If, if a voice would get 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 in the chopper. Uh, and Katie, then get to the chopper. <laughs> Some people said like RoboCop was referenced as far as like when she's first awakened and stuff and she's looking around and you see it from her point of view. Um, another one, my favorite though, this is my favorite part in the movie because it was like the, we set it up in the beginning of the movie and then you get to the very end uh, when, uh, when she's like, who's uh he's like, Oh, uh, Megan, we didn't tell you about the other member of the family. And then like, She's like, what other member? And then the robot comes up and he's like, Set it up. And tell us, McCurdy. That to tell me us, was tell the us that getaway. Different. Yeah, tell us. Okay. Explain that. Explain so we the start the movie off because as that first act, in that first act, like with Katie uh, meeting Gemma, everything's going terribly for Gemma and for Katie. Yeah. Like Katie's not really, they're not connecting until yeah. Katie comes in and sees Gemma and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I kept working. And She's like, what do you do? I was like, oh, I make robots. And then she shows off Bruce. And she's like, this is, and she's like, what's that? It's like, that's the first robot I made. I that's made this robot Iron in college. Man suit one. So, this is Mark Mach one yeah, right one. over here. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, this is a robot. Here, I'll show you how it works. And she like puts it on. And then she even shows her. That was the other thing. She's not, it's not only that they show Bruce, but then she shows, yeah, this is how, this is his brain. The this brain is, is. His, all this stuff is. Yeah. So she shows her all that stuff. So then when we get to yeah. the end of the movie, 
I'm waiting for it because I know like that was set up because they're in there and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, we have Bruce and Bruce is obviously this bigger looking robot that kind of looks more like a um, boxing mech from what was that boxing robot movie with Hugh Jack? Real Steel. Yeah, yeah, it reminded me of that saw, a little bit. But real Steel. It's yeah. same. Like it looks very similar. So obviously yeah. she we don't see that we're like uh, all is lost. Like Katie's, you know, Megan's probably going to kill Gemma. And then all of a sudden she's like, you didn't meet Bruce. And then Bruce comes out and beats yeah. the fuck out yeah, of the, the, And the, that was awesome. There's another member yeah, of the family. Cool. And and, yeah. and it's like, uh, it, it's a good, it would have been a good line if Bruce would have actually done some family stuff, you know, but <laughs> is he a member of the family? I don't know, but it's a cute line. Oh, whatever. And, it, and, it, cute. and, and suddenly the movie what? does turn into real steel for a second. And it's, yeah. and it's like the moment that happened, I was like, okay. Like, cause I, 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 I was anticipating that that's what this movie would be right that was my yeah, initially yeah. it was like okay by the end it's going to be the uh a, a robot fight and that's what it was luckily it was short-lived the the robot mm -hmm. fight was short-lived the physical fighting was short-lived which is the which murders is good, were short-lived but apparently, it was um that too apparently the movie but it was more it, more murders in it go on that they cut out there was more stuff oh, in the I, I think murders. I, there were more yeah, killings and, and, and gore and stuff in this movie. There was a higher. You should have killed count. that cop. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, that cop got away with everything. Uh, but anyway, so because, yeah. but um, then yeah, I, re I remember as I was watching that part, I'm like, oh yeah, this is Ripley and Aliens, where she's like, get away from her, you bitch. Like yeah, that was you bitch. It was that totally. moment? That's what that was. Yeah, but yeah. It, but but they gave it to the girl. They gave it to Newt instead of. Yeah. Ripley. <laughs> yeah. My, I, yeah. I think, I think for, um, and again, it was short lived and then it, and then, but it was, it was, I'm, I'm torn with it. Right. Because the idea is, well, of course it has to come down to some stupid physical altercation, but did it, did it, did it need to, could they, because this, the scripting is good where uh, to your point, they set up a lot of things early on that then pay off. Yeah. Good, good scripting. Um, even though my, my one, my one like major gripe with it, is that uh, there? There was never a moment where Gemma was was like, um, okay. In all likelihood, Gemma's character would have just been like, "Yeah, I don't want this girl. Send her to Florida." The whole thing is that if she doesn't, um, if she doesn't take Katie, Katie's yeah. going to go live with, I believe, the grandparents, her brother-in-law's yeah, brother parents, parents in Florida. Yeah. Gemma, her character, in all likelihood, would have just been like, "Yeah, do that," because I don't want to look after this girl. Why the hell did Gemma? She had not a reason, right? No, I did forget she? what it was. Exactly, there was I, no reason. No, like, it's not. Otherwise, uh, I don't think it's sixty-nine mega. Charlie, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't sixty-nine think it's, megas uh, must destroy. Must. Me, oh, sixty-nine megas here. So now we got both. Oh, we got like we had like uh uh oh, something girls, mega. and now we got sixty-nine mega came too. God, I love it, Charlie. I think that, but I think that's AI. Not that's war AI. Of the, war of the porn bots. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think Charlie that with her wanting Gem, I, I think there's an unspoken part of this movie, and I think that's where you're like, there's no reason for this. I'm like, there's a reason, but it's not spoken. It's in the subtext, and obviously she's sitting there looking no, at a picture of her. It, of her, it, you, no, it doesn't need cares, to be said. Dude, it was, she, it, it. Okay, okay. I in do, the same dude. way. And listen, listen. She sits listen, down. She's looking way. at a picture of her brother, or her brother-in-law, so and her sister. So what? And then she's so like, "I yeah, I do want to take care of this kid because this so kid what? represents my family." 
and it's what her what was so bad about the grandparents my my point is this my point is this in the same way that the little girl kind of went a little overboard and how she was like like she she grabbed scissors at one point implying that she was going to stab the the uh the psychologist the psychiatrist woman um who who wasn't allowing her to see megan uh, the, uh, Katie was going insane without Megan, like getting very physical over the top in the same way. I think Gemma's character should have been a little over the top, even further into the territory of God, this woman would be a terrible mother because she, she meant well mm-hmm. the whole time, but, she, but at the same time she was busy. My point is she should have been more. So she should have just like, she should have tried to push off Katie. Like why, Wait, why is this girl my responsibility? Why can't she go be in Jacksonville with the grandparents? Well, because technically you your your sister made you the godmother. There's nothing we can do. You have to you have to look after this girl at least for a couple of weeks. You have to at yeah, least maybe get a, we get a like a lawyer and character. then maybe we get Exactly. Then maybe we send her off you to gotta. Jacksonville. So it's like, okay, you little shit. You're with me for two weeks. I don't want to hear anything from you. I want you to just hang out with this Megan doll and leave me alone because I don't want you here in the first place. That would be so much better, but what we got instead was this weird contradiction where this this Gemma both wanted to get rid of the girl, but also arbitrarily was like, no, 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 I want her. I want her. I don't want her to go away to the grandparents. Why? But the grandparents would do a better job than you because you're never fucking around, you asshole. That's what I mean. It It was too unclear, and it should have been on one side or the other. Comprende? I don't agree, but okay. I don't necessarily agree, but okay. It was messy. And in, in that regard, it's, it was messy. It it, it I can been I can see I can see it not it being clear. I can see it not being clear, but I could also see the writers being like, Well, we have to give a like it is better for a character to make their own decisions versus having those decisions brought onto themselves. It depends as on what it how is. the story goes through. Depends and I think on what in it that is. Regard, the, in that regard, the whole they need thing hold is on, that in that her. regard, in that regard, the end of the story is basically her realizing like yeah, I'm going to be a parent for her, right? Like that's that's the whole arc where she realizes, okay. oh, I need to parent this child. Yes. And she needs that to been have stronger. something in but also she needs to have something that says, Oh, I do care about this kid enough to like want to take care of him. Because if she don't have that, then it's like, well, why do we give a shit about Gemma? Because this entire time Gemma's like the worst parent, like for most of the movie. And then finally we get to the point where you know, you realize like, oh, she kind of does want to take care of this kid, even though she's not great. Let me lay it. this I think out. we could see do Gemma it. do McCurdy. more coding, which make would make more sense. And also maybe you could incorporate her trying to be a good parent into those coding scenes, like trying to make Megan less psychopathic. I'm also trying to make her like be a good like friend to Katie and also hopefully respect. Well, like, I, I like those scenes where the, the assist her her assistants or whatever were like we were just supposed to make a toy. We, we weren't supposed to make a replacement for parents. And, you know, and Gemma's yeah. like, yeah, what, who wants to be a parent? Being a parent sucks. <laughs> That's what, isn't this great? Like I, and I really enjoy those things. My point is this, that in her arc, right. For an arc to exist, for that full change to occur, there should be the, you know, the, the, it should be like the negative to the plus or the plus to the negative. So with Gemma, I I felt like she was neutral throughout, right? While at the same time wanting to shirk responsibility as a mom, she was she 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 didn't get her like she. 
I'm doing this because it's like she was she was a, a a neutral change throughout the whole thing. I'm saying in the beginning she should have been like, I don't want this kid. I'm too busy. I, and yeah. not not that yeah. I don't like the kid or that I hate the kid. I'm too busy. So send her to Jacksonville. Oh ma'am, we can't do that. You have to look after her for a while until we can file the paperwork or whatever. Oh God, okay. And then they start to connect, right? Because because Katie's like. I, I, I'm kind of into this robotic thing. This is cool. I've played with these toys that you you invented, right? Which I don't think it was ever stated. It, there was never a moment where it was like, uh, actually, that Furby thing you're playing with, um, uh, I, I invented I that. that. Oh, that's cool. And then, and but but they do start to connect over robotics, chips. which is cool. But my my point would be that my ultimate point would be this: uh, I can set that aside. That's fine. The way the movie was wasn't to my liking in that regard, but it's fine. But not when it came to the ending. So fast forward to the ending where that arc needs to be completed. There, there, there should have been that moment where uh, that, that, that moment of reckoning where uh, Gemma is, you know, laying it all out. Like, I have been a bad uh, replacement mom for you. I've been um, uh, I've been neglecting you. And, and I, you know, like basically that moment of truth of. I've been terrible, but I want to be your your new mom, uh, you know, in, in, in better language than that. But the essential idea being don't choose this homicidal, maniacal robot over me because it had to come down to a choice. And it kind of did. But it but that choice was overshadowed by a stupid robot fight versus a much more subtle, just like moment of truth between new mom, like aunt turned mom and new daughter that moment of truth was over was was replaced by a dumb robotic fight. So in the beginning, it needed to be Gemma being like, I, I don't want this girl. And at the end, it needed to be like, please, I, I actually I love you and I want to be a better mom to you. Don't choose Megan as your mom. That would have been a more complete movie, but it turned into a stupid robot fight by the end. Would be my, fine with my, robot my fight. ultimate yeah, infraction with this. Movie. I was fine with robot fight. I thought I was I was I was fine with it, but it needed that element too. Visual way to express that, and that's why I I feel like missing that point. It's like you're like, oh, the robot fight was dumb, but I'm like, that was literally a visual way both to express both were needed because because you're gonna have a robot fight no matter what. You're gonna have a robot fight no matter what because how else do you do this? But, I'm but thinking it, at it, the it, at the it, scene it needed, where they have their a little bit more between the two wide live stream. Megan yeah. just wants to get out of there and get to Katie. I don't yeah. know why she kills David or Kurt. Just she wants to get out of there. She wants to get to yeah. Katie. Gemma's trying to get Katie out of there. So then I don't know, maybe get another t- judgment day scene where Megan is chasing the the car. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> And um, which, which, which my wife to the mentioned a, a cool idea where maybe Megan realizes she is now a threat to Katie and decides to kill herself or something like. So the one <laughs> thing, the one thing I'm I the number about, one though, threat now. I have, I got to kill myself. That would that would have been the that would have been without the, take away the robot fight fight and leave leave it to uh, the two girls to both outsmart Megan. That would have been like the Star Trekian finish, but but again, that's where I I'm like this movie would was like really smart giant. until the third act, and then it turned into what you expect, which is a dumb robot fight. Um, that would have been the smarter thing, right? But I'm okay with the robot fight, 
but yeah. but that that didn't stick the landing so far as the themes go for me um so the one robot. thing i was thinking about as i was watching the end of the movie though i'm like well what do we do for a sequel because this movie will probably get a sequel like it's it's doing obviously really really well um and i was like it had an ending that the... that you know the ending yeah. implied there could be a sequel It'll be yes. Megan where they replace the A with but a four. There, there were only two things that, that stuck out to me. And one was the first thing was obviously like, you know, he does the the little crony guy kind of does the Jurassic Park thing where he sends the he, he, he did? grabs all the data. Yeah. But we never find out what yeah. happened to that data. Like that was kind of left on the on the floor where you're like, did he get it to another company? Did somebody else yeah. get that information? So the question is, are they going to if they do a sequel? Is some other toy company going to start creating these these Megans we or something along those Skynet, lines? Right? Or do we find out that that company went defunct and then somebody or else North got a hold Korea. of it? And then the other thing was more closer to the characters was is uh, does Gemma is she going to go to jail? Yeah. For any of this, because the question yeah. is is like at the end of the movie you have several deaths, murders by the hands of this robot. Who created the robot? Gemma created the robot. So is the question is like you created this robot out of like is there some At least kind of negligence? Is yeah, there. is there some kind of manslaughter involved with the end of this uh, the end of the movie? And I'm wondering if if that's a theme that they go into the next film if they do another film. But they may you know it could just be they do a complete different sequel, different cast. We bring Megan back. Some lame reason why you know some other company created her. They decided to create Megan and then. That could be a whole other movie. I don't know. But now it's Tanya. Say, T, yeah. T4 NYA. Yeah. Tanya with I'm an A at the right beginning? Yeah. No, T4 NYA. Tanya. But the 4 is an A, right? Not an O? Yes. Tanya? T4 NYA. Tanya. Tanya. Why, don't they, why don't they call it M, M4? <laughs> Yeah. Why don't they call it Megan? M Forgan. Megan. Megan. Okay. I have a question. Uh, what were the limits yeah. of Megan? So okay, she, wait. Hey, real guess... quick, real quick. McCurdy, if you gotta go, go. And then Nan's and I, I have to talking. peace out. You guys steal copping. Peace. I've gotta cheers, get sir. up super early. So cheers. The 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 decision stands with or without McCurdy. Number stands. one. Yeah, okay, still wait. Hang on, hang on. Still a good movie. Now we'll just get into, I don't know. I can Megan, the number one movie of the year for, for as, another as, week. So what, far. Real quick, though, before you go, McCurdy, uh, and anybody in the chat, uh, any recommendations for, I keep seeing this Plane movie. I want to see Plane. Uh, That's what I want to see. You, you guys want to do Plane next week? I saw, it was, when I'm looking up next week, there's plane. House Party and Plane, and there's one other plane, movie. Done. Plane, done I think is plane. what it is. Oh yeah, plane. we saw the trailer for that, and Jessica was like not enthused. So Charlie, that might be one we go see together. Okay, all right. I will. I will can, see. I think uh, it looks pretty cool, and it's got that. We'll see uh, you there. Oh well, you haven't played Halo Five, Char. He's a uh, lock. I want to say he's you guys the other can Spartan. Get the popcorn. Down, uh, That'll be Chief. cute. You guys can get popcorn and. Well, here, real quick, Nico. We've had this up the whole time, but Nico, we got to make some room. Nico said, "Good stuff." Nico, for 169 Dutch croutons, Danish. Uh, good stuff. Hope to see Danish croutons. Uh, good <laughs> I stuff. I made the mistake Hope earlier. To see more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I I did that because I read Dutch, and I was like, wait, Dutch? Danish, same thing. Well, right? I called him a but Dutch But only because I read your comment. 
<laughs> yeah, I saw that comment. I, did, I guess I didn't. I didn't see the correction. Uh, and Nico sorry, did Nico. say Ex Machina Child's Play, so I'm glad we we got okay. into okay. Ex Machina. He says good stuff. Hope to see a lot more of these live streams. So many good movies come out in 23. John Wick Four. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Awesome. Mission Impossible Seven. Mission Impossible Seven. Awesome. Oppenheimer. Awesome. I haven't heard of Roosevelt. But you know, that's Ant Man in uh, February. Dune Doesn't Part Two. The Way of the Wind. Um. Yeah. I like. I also like want I to see at the outset. I hope. But I hope it's a good year. I hope it's a good year. But Nico, we got to put this away real quick so we can see Nance. Um, but otherwise, um, McCurdy, unless you got anything else, uh, Megan is the top movie of the year. Uh, go if you got to go. All right. He has to go be see a parent or whatever. I got to go do things tomorrow. I got to go work. So, see parent crap. I'm going to remove see him. You. There we go. All right. Then Shoot. What was my question? Oh, what I was curious. I don't know that we ever had an opportunity in the movie or would have if it ran longer. What would be the limits of Megan, you think? Like, she limits. Could she have taken control of um, Gemma's BMW i3 electric vehicle? I would say no because it doesn't have any autonomous drive. I know you don't care about cars. Maybe that's why she wasn't driving a Tesla, though. Megan could have taken over a Tesla, maybe. Um, does she have the ability to always connect to the internet, or does she? Well, have that was to the thing they the, made. They made a the big Wi-Fi. deal about <laughs> unplugging her. You know, which, yeah. she, which by the way, every like typical movie thing. Every time they would unplug a cable from her, it'd be like it was like, <laughs> you know, it's like like cables don't make that noise when he went in front anyway, of her to unplug the one thing. in the back of her head i was like he could have done that from behind her but yeah whatever okay. but but it, <laughs> i was i was glad that, that those two survived right the the two assistants because it was it, yeah, it would have been too funny. much it would have been too much but uh um i that, that's that's the thing a movie like this is less about her capability and mo- like that's why i like movies like this because it's more about the themes and not about the the nitpicking of the stupid stuff. So it, yeah. it's supposed yeah. and 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 that further accentuates my point, which is that by the end, the movie does go south because and and I agree with McCurdy when he's like, I'm fine with a robot fight. I'm fine with a robot fight too. But cut in with the robot fight, there needed to be more of the finalizing yeah. of the character arcs and the overall thematic story, which is, I don't want to be your mom because you're getting in the way of my professional career. Well, yeah. uh, that needed to come to a head at the end, regardless of robot fight or not. I, I, I'm always going to somehow in that scene, it maybe would have made more sense fight. for Gemma to be controlling her first robot to save Katie. But I don't know how you get into that situation where Megan's trying to kill Katie and Gemma's trying to stop it with her old robot. <laughs> yeah, like the, the the way it was laid out was fine because she showed she showed Katie how to control uh, yeah. Bruce. I I didn't even I I couldn't even remember his name Bruce, but but uh, like yeah. what it needed was that moment where it was like Gemma comes to terms with like a moment of truth where she's like I've been selfish. I have been horribly mm-hmm. selfish and I haven't been considering you at all, but please don't choose this uh inhuman uh uh satanic robot over me you know she needed to just like i'm sorry i've been so selfish there needed to be that speech there needed to literally there needed to be a literal speech 
Uh, even though there was a stupid robot fight going on, there needed to be some kind of catharsis, but instead it just kept relentlessly doing robot fight. Um, which again, I, I, to reiterate, we probably needed some kind of physical, um, uh, uh, confrontation. Right. Mm. Um, but, uh, but I'm always going to prefer something that isn't just like, you know, cause, cause it always reeks of, of this, right. This is what it reeks of. Uh, a, a script that had a really brilliant ending where these characters arcs were, were made good on and all that. And, and it was great. But then some producer says, eh, but this is a, a, a killer doll movie. So we really need to rewrite that ending to have a couple of machines fighting each other. So let's reshoot this and make it more dumb. But you're ruining the ending. Yeah, but people are expecting a dumb robot fight. You know what I mean? Like that that was that was what I was Maybe feeling by the on end. On Gemma's shelf, she has more old unopened toys and they're really dangerous ones. <laughs> they open them. Fun. It's like That's screw fun it. and and possibly I don't care clever. about the value. Yeah. Open those yard darts. We're going to throw them at Katie or not and, Katie Megan. And in a moment like that, <laughs> her character is getting over her being a type a butthead control freak and allowing for like, uh, uh, going beyond that. Right. Like, like yeah, it's for the, good no longer the using a coaster in order to kick this robot's ass, like something like that. But instead <laughs> it was just robot fight. So it's like, you know, this movie that for two thirds of it was about these characters suddenly did that classic, classic B movie uh, mistake that's almost unavoidable because they're trying to please an audience where suddenly it's going to be a big dumb action movie. Unfortunately, that, that's just, that's the way of, of uh, that a lot of this goes, but, um, but, but it would, it, it, that would have opened the door to Katie ultimately making the choice. So it's like, it, it finally yeah. falls to Katie. Do you want your flesh and blood surrogate mother? Or do you want this weird, awkward machine that at times where, and this is what always made me crack up was every time that Megan would sing, I, I was dying laughing, <laughs> dying that, laughing. Yeah. So especially like, I love those, especially <laughs> at the end, why. titanium was great. But at the end where she's oh, like, she's like, don't kill end? me. I love you. Like she just starts singing. And I, I mean, if you didn't get vibes of uh team America, world police uh, <laughs> watching something like that, but, but, those there were three moments where she sang and each time yeah. i was like th this is solid gold i loved that especially at the end where she tried to stop her from killing her by singing good yeah solid or uh, um when she dances yeah. that's kind of weird like funny the, silly yeah well, uh, that, honestly though when she there was that moment so she she did the dancing where it was fluid but then they had that moment where she uh she um got the water spilled on her so she started to kind of short circuit and she got all like jerky yeah. right what was and that suddenly about? she, she turned into like, like a, a but she didn't have an ip but she turned into like, like a water repellent water resistance yeah she probably needs a, your your the robot gonna get a like, robot wet they're gonna spill the yeah, juice on it yeah like, but all the same um it was it was interesting so because wet. how many of those like like happened? Japanese movies right include somebody who starts moving weird right yeah and a lot yeah. of like American horror movies started to do the same that was thing interesting they they justified that they took a robot and had her short circuiting so she started moving all jerky in like a creepy horror movie way so I thought that was kind of fun <laughs> but uh, uh, but but again overall like as much as I, I I'm always gonna nitpick the 
the character stuff because um, I expected the whole movie to be garbage. Uh, it was fantastic oh, yeah? for mm-hmm. two thirds of it. And then that last third, I I wish they would have kept up. Like I kept being impressed, right? Like in the, in the, in the beginning, all this stuff about screen time and parental concerns. And then in the middle, when her assistants were like, I thought we were just making a toy, but you're making a whole replacement for parents. This is kind of freaking us out. And I'm, I'm sitting there being like, this is great. And then uh, by the end, there's a lot of stuff during the movie. I was like, Oh, Charlie's going to like this. Charlie's going to like these themes. Exactly. So uh, that's where we, I just wish Katie would have been like, you can lean over. I'm sorry. It's just both of my parents died a couple hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but uh, even that, even the scene where uh, they were specifically having them uh, the 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 scene with all the board members of of Funky, um, mm-hmm. great, great, you know, like that was uh, everything was so good and everything was so smart, including the horrific moments, including the you know killing of the boy and all that. All these things were so smart. The dog scene again, cut the dog scene. Get rid of that or entirely simple, in its entire yeah, movie right away. It, like just allude no, to just, it. Just gone. Just gone. Would have been so much better. But um, and then it would have led to this this proper escalation, right? But that's the trouble is that a movie like this is always going to be subject to that that stupid producer with the cigar who's like, nah, we gotta get the uh get uh, get that robot fighting there. No, 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 no. Don't you understand <laughs> the themes? No, the theme, the, sir. This this is about uh this is about contemporary parenting and all, you know, like all these things we've been talking about all night that is, is, uh, um, meaningful. And then the, the, the cigar producer guy is like, ah, robot fight. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> and then they ruin it, you know, robot and, and, cool. and you, it just, this movie just reeks of that, just of, of being ruined at the last second to make good on what people thought it would be, what I thought it would be, which was stupid robot doll movie that actually had a lot to say. So um, yeah. at that, that point, ruined, I think I've said everything. But... You got any last, uh, anything's Nance? No, it was good. Yeah. It was good I, stuff. Uh, is there, um, is there any, uh, I mean, we always toast to somebody at the end of these. Is there hmm. anybody from this movie we should toast to? Was there anybody that really stood out? Is there hmm. anybody still with us in the chat? Who... No one's like especially bad, which is like probably the more important thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What does chat think? What What is I mean, iceberg theory? I don't even though? know if anybody in this in the chat iceberg has seen theory. this movie. More you know? under the surface. What were we talking about? Um, I think a couple people said they've seen it. I mean, at that point, I'm just Ronnie? down to just toast. Uh, I'm I'm Who's down to just Ronnie? toast uh, Megan herself. Ronnie was he the was he the cop? Who was Ronnie? Was he the detective? Or... He was funny. Say I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I think James Wan too. James Wan is a good. Uh, he's a good option certainly. So what? What? what but was anybody James from Wan's... Megan specifically? Oh, he's a writer. Is there okay. Any, anybody to to. Uh, um, uh, the, uh, who is it that that wrote this movie? Writers other than James, James Wan and Akila or Akila Cooper. I'm down. I'm down for Akila. I'm I'm down Akeela. to toast Akila. Known for she Luke had Cage. something to say. 
Malignant. Whether or not uh, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds, what the? Whether or not it was her that uh, came up with the dumb uh, robot fight or not, uh, <laughs> she 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 took something that is that I mean I, again, every single one of my sisters has kids, and they're all concerned about this twenty four seven about you know how to deal with um, the rise in technology and devices. And how to balance yeah. that with kids. So um, to to take that, I mean, the moment I the moment I'm I'm sitting there and the in the very opening and the parents are talking about the uh, screen time, I was like, I think I might actually like this movie. I was I was pleasantly surprised that I that I liked it. So I'm I'm good to go with Akila, Akila Cooper, to, or to parents that somehow manage to balance it out. Yeah, to good parents <laughs> to and Akila Cooper trying to point them in the right direction. Hey, cheers. Cheers. And I'm going to play this out. I'm going to finish my drink while I play this out, Nance. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's been fun. It's been a, a good uh, first one. We'll see you guys a week from yeah, now. Thank you, everyone that has joined us live. Thank you to everyone that mm-hmm. watches it later on. Subscribe, like, share, become a member. Super, th- what is it? Super thank, super chat. Join the That's Discord. I assume. Oh, someone's gonna do it. Put all that stuff in yeah, the yeah. description. Check it out. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for next episode. Again, hopefully we we keep this up. Oh, we definitely will. We're gonna make every effort to. Yeah, we'll be here every week. So I'm gonna bottoms up this uh, Zelda mug. Cheers, Nance. Night, y'all. <laughs>